Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. It's the morning. Good morning. You're in the Lava Ridge Town Pokemon Center Hostel. You understand that today's the day that everyone wants to do their gym challenges. Do you start your day with any particular activity or do you just head straight to the gym? Probably get up, brush your teeth, you know, do the whole like normal morning routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, comb hair a little bit, probably running a little low on like hair product that I brought. So I'm getting a little worried about that. Just some mild anxiety in the morning. Just fine. Yeah. Then I think after that, we will just like... If we see anyone on the way out, we'll say hi. We'll be like, we'll chat with them a bit, but we're probably just going to go straight to the gym challenge. What three Pokemon are you bringing? Quacko, obviously, in the balls. It's Richie, Jessica, and Patricia. The the classic squad. Meryl Cheap will get her time some other time. You exit the Pokemon Center. It's probably like 9 a.m. The sun has risen, and it's a nice cool breeze outside. Um, it's a little, little floral, a little mountainy, maybe a hint of the sand that's in the desert nearby. It's not too bad. Um, any place you're going besides the gym? No, probably decided straight there. Okay. You enter the gym. You are greeted by the typical person who does the job where they are doing like either security or like trainer license checking and they ask for your trainer card. Yeah, I give it to him. Cool. He receives it. He makes a little mark on it and he hands it back to you and he requests, would you please take off your shoes before going in? Uh, uh, that, okay. You take off your shoes. Do you have like a, like, a, like a cubby I could put them in or? Yeah, you can see right over his shoulder. There's like a little slot where trainers can put their shoes. Okay. I put my shoes there. Cool. You do that. From then on, all that's before you are the large red gym doors. Do you enter? Sure. You do that. You are immediately bombarded with hot and dry air. Very contrary to how it felt outside. You find yourself in a large circular chamber with a very large column of flame in the middle. It is protected by guardrails so no one can just like slip into it. The heat of it is powering a very large turbine very far up in the ceiling where the excessive smoke is billowing out. Because you're barefoot, you can feel warm sand on your feet. This whole floor is all sand, and it's the same kind of sand that you saw outside of the Pokemon gym that has specks of black obsidian in it. Very fun. You are greeted by a tall and beefy young man wearing a reddish tank top with lots and lots of body hair that is constantly wicking sweat off of his arms and exposed chest. He says, hello, welcome, challenger. My name's Derek. Hello, Derek. He says, hello. For this challenge, we're going to have a 1v3. Me, one, you, three. You sure about that one? He says, oh, I'm sure. Ready when you are. And uh, you may roll your initiative for your whole party. You can opt out of using three Pokemon, but uh, he expects you to use three. Uh, hi, buddy. Derek throws out a Lava Ridge ball. It's the same one that you saw in the shop. And he says, come on out, buddy. And hits, hitting the field is a very funny looking turtle Pokemon. Um, it stands to face Derek and its back is towards you. It has a turtle shell and it's all spiky and coldy. It's got a stupid looking mm. mouth and it says turd. Let the battle begin. Alrighty. So I guess I'm going first. Yep. Uh, I guess Patricia's going to start off with a nice dragon dance. Okay. And then Jessica is immediately going to yoink that with their dancer ability. That's true. Uh, so both Patricia and Jessica for one minute, ten rounds, uh, double the damage modifier on all their attacks. Yep. Crazy cool combo. Nice. You don't have to roll yep, or anything. Yep. That just happens. However, that uh, is one of their turns. Jessica also is going to go for baton pass. Uh, I Well, let me check with you first. Can I baton pass Dragon Dance off? I would assume so. To, like, Quacko? Yeah. Uh, I don't see why not. Sure. Go for it. Yeah, hold baton pass Dragon Dance off to Quacko. Okay. And then uh, Quacko's going to hit him with a mighty slash. Cool. 25 that will connect get your damage in there sick oh wait i rolled a 19 so that's a crit 
As Quacko strikes Turtonator with the critical hit, it seems like Turtonator's thick shell is incapable of being crit. It might be ah. the shell armor ability. So even gotcha, though you gotcha, had a gotcha, good roll, gotcha, gotcha. you're not going to get critical damage. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I'd be 19 damage. Big hit. Quacko slashes into Turtonator's shell with his leak, and it seems like it's done some significant damage. A very neat, coordinated start to this battle. I, that's everyone's action, correct? Yeah. Okay. Turtonator does a thing, which to Schmidt looks like nothing. He simply stands still and focuses, and you can see little swirls appear around his shell. That is Turtonator's action. It is your turn again. <laughs> it's my turn again. Guess since we have the Dragon Dance. Dragon Dance doesn't stack in this game, right? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, I am going to Dragon Dance again with Patricia. Okay, just to give it to Jessica. Just to give it to Jessica, yeah. Okay. Cool. And then Jessica is going to hit him with a nice Revelation Dance. Okay, let's see it. 12 i'm guessing that doesn't hit 12 does not connect it this is jessica's first time using revelation dance in sand which is a little awkward it takes a little bit more finesse as a ground type so um, unfortunately jessica's revelation dance just whiffs a little bit uh, what's quacko gonna do second verse same as the first right yep <laughs> that is also 12 12 does not yeah. connect that is Jeez. wild. Turtonator has a very thick shell. I mean, it connects, but Turtonator just it just glances off. Just and no, I was no just effect. talking all this shit about my plus to hit. <laughs> it's karma. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, it appears that Turtonator's shell is still glowing and it's still facing your party. Derek says, "Time to set up the battlefield, Turt." And Turtonator goes, "Turt," and it spews a toxic plume of smoke out of its mouth. And requests that all three of your Pokemon make a DC 15 constitution save. They all fail. 15 points of poison damage. Yikes. And Quacko and Jessica are now poisoned. They will take, at the end of each of their actions, they will take their proficiency modifier worth in damage. That is Turtonator's turn. He seems pretty confident. Jeez, that was a huge chunk. Okay. Well, we have this dragon dance on Patricia. Uh, let's do it. Okay. Just roll for Brave Bird. See it. Come on, man. That's a nine. No. Uh, Patricia. I, I pre-rolled today, too. Why are my rolls <laughs> garbage? Okay. Well, it'll be good later in the gym, right? That's the idea. I guess so. Uh, Patricia charges in with a Brave Bird. Glances right off of Turtonator's shell. No effect. So, with Helping Hand, does okay. that add to the plus to hit or to the damage? Because it says attack roll. That's the to hit. Okay, and it has to be an ally. I think that's a bonus action, right? Or is that an action? That is a bonus action. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll helping hand uh, Quacko. Okay. That's a bonus action. And then uh, Revelation Dance again. Okay, let's see it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Plus seven. Uh, Dirty 20. Perfect. Great. Roll super effective damage. Ooh, clean 25. Nice. Great hit. Great hit. Um, Patricia figured out how the sand works and pulls off a spectacular revelation dance, pummeling Earth into Turtonator. As this happens, as a bonus action, its shell explodes. Flames and coals and spikes shoot out in every direction, and your whole team must make a DC 16 dexterity save. Motherfucker. Okay. Well, that's Dex. We, we kill him, Dex. Quacko, no. Uh, Quacko rolled a five. Okay. That's with the modifier. Okay. No, Jessica got a 17. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, Patricia is only plus one. But that's 18. That's fine. That's fine. So it's just Quacko that didn't make it. Okay. Quacko takes 15 points of fire type damage. Oh, Quacko. Your other two friends take seven points of fire type damage. A chamber of smoke appears on turtonator's shell as if it's exhausting all this pent-up energy and its shell is no longer glowing uh i know this is this way in uh other DD campaigns i don't know if we've established it uh in this one mm -hmm. but is crying a free action <laughs> yes it is i believe we okay. have established that oh, okay yeah we're gonna cry real quick okay that's allowed we do have the helping hand plus to hit yep that's a 1d6, I believe. Yeah, 1d6 to one ability check attack roll. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
So we are going to do slash again. Come on. Oh, well, it's uh, after the helping hand, it's 23, not adding the plus to hit. That'll be slash. That will connect. Yeah. Uh, 16 damage. 16 damage. Not a bad hit at all. Mm -mm. It seems like this leak smack into Turtonator wins it a little bit. And it seems like perhaps it is at around half health. Turtonator's turn again. Back facing your three Pokemon. Stand still. Charges up energy within its shell and concludes its turn. What will Schmidt do against this raid boss Turtonator? I think Jessica, as a bonus action, is going to helping hand Patricia. Cool. Um, and then Patricia is going to Brave Bird. Let's see it. The 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 D20 itself was a natural one. Oh no. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. It was a it was a because I get a plus six to it with helping hand. Yeah. And that was the full like plus six bringing it to seven and then plus to hit is four so 11 that's still probably not gonna hit it does not unfortunately turtonator is a very thick carapace it seems like perhaps maybe patricia is frightened by this pillar of flame in the center of the room because of her cottony fluffy wings maybe a little scared of immolation and just cannot connect deal damage to turtonator at all in fact with this natural one she doesn't even try she she flies up and gets close to the flame and is like nope and turns back around patricia Fourth first, same as the first. Just hit a revelation dance. It didn't. It didn't. Hey, the good news about not hitting means you don't have to deal with shell traps, so... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, just let it kill me every turn. Yeah, there you go. Never hit it. That's the way to do it. For sure. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, Jessica still getting her feet used to the sand. It's it's still weird. It worked that one time, but still trying to figure it out. uh, All right, Quacko. Ooh, 16 to hit on Slash. Is that the Not total? 16. No, no, no. I rolled a 16. Okay. It's a plus six. Yeah, yeah. That will yeah, deal damage. 22. Let's go. <laughs> I like how it's either like, yeah, I got 20. Oh, no, I got like seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way that the game goes. There's no like barely like making it. It's just yeah. dramatically, yeah, I got it. Or dramatically, no, I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay. 2d8 plus five. 8, 8, or 2d8 plus 10. So, okay. 8 plus 10. 18. 18 points of normal type damage. As Quacko yet again slashes Turtonator. As the leak makes contact with the shell, Turtonator once again explodes, connecting into all of your Pokemon. Have them make a DC 16 dexterity save. It's based off dex. Mm -hmm. Quacko saves. Oh, nice. Jessica does not save, and Patricia does not save. Okay. This time around, Quacko takes seven points of fire-type damage. The other two birds take 14 points of fire-type damage. As the shell trap explodes, again, hot embers and spikes and coals, all matter of danger, shooting out Turnator's shell. Impacts every Pokemon on your team. How's their HP looking? <laughs> Low. If my math is right, Jessica is in the red. Okay. It is now Turnator's turn, and once again, does nothing but make a stupid face at your team and arm the shell trap. Make a stupid face back at it. Great. I don't know. What more is more of the same verse, or are you going to switch up the lyrics? Uh, I think we're just going to sing a different song. Okay. Um, Patricia's going to hit that disarming voice. Okay. Uh, it's automatic fairy damage. It's just still neutral because mm-hmm. it's. Dragon on Fire. Yes, it is 2d4. So, uh, six damage. Okay. Once again, upon taking damage. That's awkward. There's no plus to hit on that. So, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's free damage, but. um, Yeah. Upon anti. I guess, yeah, giving up the plus to hit just to make it free is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, No, that's why that is. Um, Mm -hmm. Upon receiving. Damage to its health pool. Turnator's shell once again explodes. DC 16 dexterity save for your team. From a sound move? Yeah, any move. I guess I got it. Damn. Oh, 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 huge. You said it was 16? Yes. Everyone meets. Awesome. My lowest roll was a 16. Perfect. Um, And because you all saved and because this was a low damage roll, um, the damage that your party takes is five. Five points of fire damage and once again turnator shell goes quiet with energy 
right. little bit of fairy damage may have tilted Turnator into the red health pool as it's taking heavy breaths currently. Shell Trap is down. You still got two Pokemon ready for action, I believe. As a bonus action, I'm going to give Helping Hand to Quacko. Okay. And then we're going to do our do our dance. Let's see it. Oh, huge. The roll was an 18. Yep, that'll hit. Plus seven, so that'll hit. Huge. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's still got Dragon Dance going. Yeah. 25. Wow. That's a big hit. Let's go, Quacko. Yeah, let's go. No, that was Jessica. Oh, let's go, Jessica. Oh, yeah, super effective. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, oh, wait. We doubled the dice. I didn't double the dice on the super effective. Oh, so that's going to be Just eight, add but... two more dice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, that's 34. Okay. 34. Oh, my God. Is, in fact, sufficient to finish off Turnator. That's a massive hit. Super effective ground type Jesus. damage. Turnator falls to the ground, swirls in its eyes, and Derek says, Turt, come back. And Turt says, Turt. Derek congratulates you. He says, nicely done on the first challenge. He reaches into his pocket and gives you, oh, only 10 Poke Dollars. He says, sorry, I'm a little low right now. We had some challenges earlier, but. Great. He also awesome. he also gives you um, two antidotes oh. and two super potions. Okay, Jessica's almost back up to full from that. Awesome, and Patricia is back up to full. Quacko's still hurting a bit. I believe in Quacko. Quacko can handle it. Okay, and you might and have some to healing in your bag still, right? Or is that all of it? Uh, I because I was just given two, right? Yeah. So I had three in my bag, so uh, I just used one of the ones in my bag. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Ready for the next one? Yep, yep. Okay. Derek leads you around the Pillar of Flame clockwise into another circular sandy area. The only difference in this area is that from left to right in the center of the room are three stone pedestals with torches on top. On the other side of the room is a trainer. There is a young woman dressed in a baggy hoodie and thick sweatpants, and her arms are folded, and it looks like she's cold despite being right next to the flame. She says, Welcome, trainer. My name's Taylor. This is the second part of the challenge. For this, you're going to use three Pokemon. Is it? I'm assuming it's the same three that you used before? Nah, we're subbing out Quacko for Richie. Okay. You do that. Quacko takes a back seat. And mm. You send out Richie. Taylor sends out three Pokemon. From left to right, the first one is a small, cute, flaming horse on the left pedestal. In the middle... There is a Pokemon that looks like one that you saw at the Rite of Learning yesterday, except a little bit bigger, a little bit meaner, and a darker red color. It's a lizard with flame on its tail. In the right, there is a spooky Pokemon that seems a little transparent. It's wearing a skull on its head, and it's holding a bone that is flaming. She says, for this battle, we're using three Pokemon, but they're all individual fights. So assign which of your party members are going to battle which of my Pokemon. Okay. I'm going to assign Jessica to the Marowak. I'm going to do Patricia to the horse and then Richie to the Charmeleon. Great. Roll individual initiative for all of them. Large sheets of obsidian glass spread out from the sand, separating each combatant. Let the battle begin. We're going to start in the Ponytop Patricia corner and Patricia goes first. As these Pokemon face each other down in between the pedestals. So I guess that answers my dancer work. Um, yeah, the glass is black and it's not transparent and, uh, I, I could let you, you I'll let you do a perception skill check um, if if tra- if dancer can proc to see if to see if Jessica can feel it. You know, I think that's fair. Let's say what's fair, like DC 14 wisdom, DC 14 wisdom. Are, are you showing know. me something? Yeah. OK, I was. Oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jessica is a very visual learner. An observer, and between these thick sheets of obsidian glass, she just cannot see that there's dancing happening on the other side. Um, however, Patricia will successfully get the dragon dance because that just happens. Pony Todd, the little horse, will also demonstrate some movement as it focuses, and then all of a sudden, it seems like it has become increasingly agile and it is jumping and prancing all over the place with great agility. Let's look at Richie versus Charmeleon. Uh, Charmeleon goes first. Uh, Charmeleon faces down his new opponent, extends some long claws, and goes for a slash into Richie. That's a natural 20. Yikes. Oh <laughs> my fucking god. So starting it off. Starting it off real great. What uh, what ability does Richie have? 
Uh, Richie has static. Okay, so we'll definitely have to roll for that. By melee attack, I roll a d4. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna roll four only. Okay. I rolled a three, so it did not proc. Okay. Charmeleon rakes his long claws into Richie to start off the battle with a dramatic attack, dealing 28 points of normal type damage. Jesus. Okay. Not messing around. What does Richie do to retaliate? Let's fucking cry. We're just going full not messing around stally mode, right? Sure. Um, We're going to do charge. Okay. Which boosts our AC by two. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we're going to do a quick attack as a bonus action. Love it. Let's do it. 18 plus 8, I'm assuming, hits. It sure does. And two, oh, that's not quick attack. Um, 1d6, no plus. So that's just two damage. Hey, it's two damage. Love to see it. Yep. Charmeleon uh, sneers as it gets connected with the quick attack coming off of Richie. Um, the third corner, Marowak faces down Jessica and spins its bone up in the air above its head. It summons a spooky shadow to come out from the bone, and it launches towards Jessica. Uh, natural two doesn't matter. Awesome. Um, the, the spooky ghost fails to connect with Jessica. What does Jessica do in response? Dang, I'm just realizing how support oriented Jessica is. The Tom pass helping hands. Um, I mean, Revelation Dance oh. smacks though is the thing. Yeah, Revelation Dance kind of hits, uh, and that's what we're gonna do. Twelve hit the Marowak. It does not. Marowak is wearing a little bit of bone armor, so it has a slightly increased armor class. Does not connect. But in this right corner, neither attack will succeed. Uh, we can go back to Patricia and Ponyta, two Pokemon that have been boosting themselves in preparation for this turn. What does Patricia do? Does this pony seem very charismatic to me? You can roll an insight if you want. I guess, like it's, Schmidt. A, I guess it's a horse. It's a horse. Horses are pretty charismatic, right? Uh... A lot of people like horses. <laughs> Dog, I don't know what to tell you. You can roll if you <laughs> if you want to roll for Schmidt as a free action uh, to see if, how charismatic the horse is. I'll let you do that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, would that be insight? Insight yeah. or investigation? Uh, yeah, one of them. Either one, probably. Okay. Well, I'm proficient in investigation. Can I get sure. investigation? Yeah, go for it. Plus my proficiency too. So that's seventeen. Seventeen. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. you can tell that this little flaming horse is a major nerd pretty pretty <laughs> self-interested um it doesn't really care to please other people or pokemon it's pretty pretty much keeps to itself and does things for its own amusement okay i'm gonna hit him with the sing okay that's uh a dc yeah dc8 okay and it's a natural one ponyta just yes. takes a nap <laughs> sync connects for the first time in forever yeah. um, that's great ponyta will do its first roll to wake up and it's another natural one what the hell ponyta okay ponyta is asleep um and that is the end for the left corner charmeleon and richie charmeleon feeling pretty feeling pretty confident about that critical hit looks at richie stares him down and Puts on a face that demonstrates swagger. Too much confidence, one might say. And this irritates Richie to the point where he must make a wisdom save. DC 12. Oh, Richie crit. Okay. Richie is completely unaffected. What will Richie do now? I'm still under the effect of charge, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to hit him with the spark. Cool. Does a 10 hit? It doesn't. Um, since it didn't connect, we can keep your charge. I think that's reasonable, right? It says electric type moves on your next turn. Double your damage bonus. Use until your next turn. Boost your AC by two. Okay, so maybe it fades either way. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll go by what it says. Um, uh, as a bonus action, I'm a quick attack. Yes, of course. Out of spite. <laughs> yeah, do it. Out of, do it. Uh, this is 16 hit. Uh, 16 does hit. Six damage. Max roll on that one. Let's go. Nice. Quick attack is the only hit I've landed. Hey, it it still works. Um, Charmeleon's confidence, hubris, swagger is a little hurt by the fact that it's taken a decent chunk of damage from these quick attacks and managed to fail to make any sort of impact on Richie this turn. 
In the right corner, Jessica versus Marowak. Marowak is going to spin its bone around and ignite its whole body in flame and charge directly towards Jessica. Jessica will have to make a DC 14 dexterity save. Ties favor the attacker, right? Yep. Yeah. I rolled a 10 and it's a plus four to dex. So okay. This will 14. connect. Marowak rolled pathetically. So this will deal fu- this flame wheel deals five points of fire type damage. And we're just going to keep doing our dance. All right. One of these has got to land, right? Oh, like this one that I rolled an 18 for. That will land. 27. Wow. Significant yeah, hit. a monster here. Yeah. Yeah, you said she was support oriented, but she knows how to deal some one of damage. Those is, yeah. One of those hits was the max like 10. Yeah. Um, Jessica yeah. does her awesome little revelation dance in a small column of sandy earth. Plows into Marowak, dealing just about half of its health in a single blow. Very impressive. Uh, nice. Patricia and Ponyton. In my head. Oh. Yeah? Good, sorry, say it. Say it I was going to say, in my head, Revelation Dance is like one... It's like a kick. Yeah. You know? Or it's like you're dancing, and it's like... You're either doing a break dance. Do you eat? Have you ever seen One Piece? Uh, it's a little bit. He's, do you know Sanji? Yeah. Is he the guy with the swords? No. Okay. He's the guy that does the kicks. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the chef and he like doesn't want to hurt his hands while he's fighting. So he fights with only kicking because mm-hmm. his hands are his treasure or whatever. Um, he has this one move where he like does a handstand and then like spins and then like does a bunch of kicks while he does that. OK, OK. It's kind of what I imagine. It's like a handstand with like the legs. Patricia witnesses his ponytails taking a snooze is lying down having a nap. What does Patricia do? Uh, Patricia's gonna hit him with the bright bird while he's sleeping. Okay, you've advantaged Maybe to hit. Maybe we'll connect one of these. You are likely to. You can roll twice. Oh, I can roll twice. Thank God. That wasn't that much better. Uh, plus four to hit, so... 16? 16 does it. Let's go. Roll your damage. Plus four. Ooh, ooh, that's an even 20. Wow. Oh, no, wait. That's 3d8 plus. Add four to that because we're under Dragon Dance. Yeah. So that's 24. Jeez. <laughs> Let's go, Patricia. In one single Brave Bird, Patricia does exactly half of Ponyta's HP. Um, you have recoil, though? I do. I have one fourth recoil. So one fourth of 24. I should six, I believe. Should be six. Ponyta will rule to wake up from that. I would be shocked if they don't. Uh, they don't. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Brave Bird just connects into Ponyta's head, and they are knocked out even further. They are very sleepy. Oh. <laughs> um, great. Uh, the more stressful battle, Richie versus Charmeleon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charmeleon, taking this more seriously, winds his head back, takes a deep inhale, and shoots off a flamethrower into Richie. Richie needs to make a DC 14 dexterity save. It's another tie. 14? Yeah. That will... 9 plus 5, right? Yeah, that Damn. will succeed. Uh, Charmeleon rolls pretty well for damage, dealing 17 points of fire-type damage. Richie fainted. Richie got knocked out. Richie gets recalled, and Charmeleon looks around on the battlefield. Um, Charmeleon takes a step towards Ponyta and Patricia, and the obsidian wall falls, and Charmeleon joins the battle. Um, Jessica versus Marowak. Um, Marowak will once again spin its bone around and try and go for that hex. Rolling 13 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Does not hit. Hex still ineffective. What will Jessica do? You know. Jessica didn't hit. No. Another neutral turn from the Jessica Marowak corner. Now, it's, Pony- it's Patricia versus Ponyta and Charmeleon. Ponyta is still asleep. Charmeleon is here. Charmeleon will start this off with another attempt at Swagger. DC 12 wisdom save from Patricia. Patricia fails. Patricia gets a plus two to its attack rolls while it is now confused. It is confused for three turns before each action it attempts to do. It will roll a d20. If it's 10 or higher, it succeeds. If it's 16 or higher, confusion ends. If it's 9 or lower, uh, Patricia will take its proficiency bonus worth of damage to itself and skip its turn. 
just try to brave bird down that horse again. Okay. You've advantaged to hit, and you have plus two, but you need to roll for confusion first. Okay. It's just a straight um, d20. Straight d20. I rolled a 13. 13. You are still confused, but you get to attack. Okay. Um, you roll with advantage, yeah. and you have an additional plus two to hit, so it would be surprising if you don't connect, but we'll see. I roll with advantage. <laughs> Both of them were two. No way, really? Ponyta did not take damage, but it is the end of its turn, so it's going to roll to see if it wakes up. But it does wake up. Ponyta crawls up to its hooves, stands back on its feet, shakes its head, and is ready to attack on the next turn. Um, Jessica versus Marowak. Marowak, once again. Um, it's it's itching to throw its bone, but it feels like that uh, perhaps Jessica would be able to avoid that. It will once again go for that hex. Rolls a 16 to hit. That does connect. Okay. Again, Marowak spins its bone above its head and creates a spooky shadow that emanates from its body and connects into Jessica, dealing six points of ghost-type damage. What will Jessica do in response? Remind me of how the lanes went. So the left lane was Patricia versus Ponyta to start. The middle lane was mm-hmm. Richie versus Charmeleon. When, Rich, when Richie was knocked out, Charmeleon okay. looked around and seemed to have made a choice. So there's a, yeah, yeah. There's an empty lane in the middle? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a wall between Jessica and Marowak. Between Jessica and Marowak. Sorry, not between them, but like in their lane. Like the middle and left lanes have combined, but the right lane is still separate. Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, I thought the Charmeleon just walked around. So no. there's still two. Sorry. Wall- the the glass wall fell back <laughs> into the sand when Richie was knocked out. Okay. So there's only one glass wall in between? Yes. Okay. I would like to attack the glass wall to break it. Very cool. Um, yes. Just pick your attack and then roll. I guess roll to hit, but the armor class is not super high. Uh, Revelation dance. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. 14 does hit. This wall has HP. See if you can deal enough damage. Okay. Yeah, it's 14. Okay. 14 is sufficient. Um, The wall doesn't completely break, but there's a big old hole in it. And there's just two little (laughs) parts that are sticking out on the top and bottom sides. Um, it is easily passable, but that is your action. Um, you could start to move if you'd like as well, because movement plus attack is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Could we like yoink through the hole real quick? Yes. I'm wondering if that would provoke an attack of opportunity for Marowak. I think it would if you're moving out of their range. We'll just have to see if that even hits. Uh, you can't roll stealth because you're being seen and you obviously just broke the wall. So do you yeah. accept these terms? Potential of an attack for opportunity? Yeah, okay. I'll accept it. Oh, dropped my dice. It landed on the ground on a four, so we'll, we'll keep that as a four. Um, the, the hex fires out. It does not connect with Jessica, and Jessica is now, with another turn of 30 feet of movement, would be in range to attack either Ponyta or Charmeleon. Speaking of Ponyta Sorry. and Charmeleon, Charmeleon's turn. Uh, Charmeleon will dash towards Patricia. Lawn sharp claws extended, going for the slash. Rolling a ten. Will to not hit. connect. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, no. Flops out of the way. Does not take damage from Slash. What will Patricia do in retaliation? Remember, Ponyta uh, is now Patricia. awake. Yeah, yeah. Patricia's going to hit a dragon dance, though. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. Um, just to give it to Jessica, basically. Yeah, yeah. Now that Jessica's in range. That does increase Jessica's movement speed, too, right? If it doesn't, the it should. Only, uh, yeah. It says, as an action for one minute, double your damage modifier on all attacks. That's okay. the only description you have for it. It should also increase your movement speed by 50%, I think. Not like it really okay. matters because she would get there anyways, but I think that is maybe not 50%. Let's say like, no, 50% makes sense. Yeah, 50%. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Ponyta. 30 feet, that's like an additional 15. That's yeah, not, 45 feet. Yeah. But your broken. passive makes everyone have more speed anyways too, right? Uh, I don't think so. I you had a passive that increases everyone's speed. Or is that just Schmidt's speed? Schmidt's and Quackers? It was just Schmidt. I have 40 feet. Okay. Schmidt is just a fast guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ponyta been taking a nap. Finally, going to try and do something. Um, focuses some psychic energy towards its head and shoots hypnotic psychic beams towards Patricia. Have Patricia make a DC eleven wisdom save. Um, I rolled a fourteen. Okay, and it's plus zero, so still fourteen. Patricia does not fall asleep to hypnosis. It is Marowak's turn, and Marowak is going to follow. Jessica, and we'll use Flame Wheel in the process. Um, Jessica must make a DC 14 dexterity save. Uh, that's a 16. 
16 passes. Um, yeah. Is that high enough to dodge? No, it's not, but you will only take four points of fire-type damage as Marowak chases down Jessica with Flame Wheel. Okay. We're still doing all right. We're yeah. still green on both. And Jessica's going to hit this Revelation Dance. we got three targets. Um, I think Charmeleon is the highest priority target right now. Okay. Let's see if it hits. A seven. That's a 19. 19 will connect. Roll your damage. Super effective. Uh, 29. Wow, Patricia, calm down. Um, Patricia, That's Jessica. Oh, sorry, Jessica. Jessica, yeah. calm down. Um, Jessica deals a huge blow to Charmeleon, knocks Charmeleon onto its butt, quickly stands up, and as it does, you can see that the flame on its tail is burning incredibly bright. You may have activated one of its abilities. Okay, okay. Um, I believe this loops back to Charmeleon now. Charmeleon sees the new opponent going to take a deep breath and shoot out a flamethrower dc 14 dexterity save we do save it is a 19 okay jessica nimbly flies out of the way of the flamethrower not taking any damage um because these battles have basically combined we'll say that it's now marowak's turn as far as initiative order well marowak do marowak isn't in range of patricia because he doesn't have as much movement speed as jessica does so he has to attack jessica um, can't use his ground type move to hit Jessica, so he's just gonna go for that good hex again. Cause why not? Uh, and gets a fourteen. Does that meet? Uh, uh, no, Jessica is fifteen. Okay, hex does not connect. Marowak not having very good luck with this move today. Um, I believe that it is now Jessica's turn. You mean Patricia? Yeah. The, well, no. No, Jessica just went. Then it was back to Charmeleon. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Patricia, sure. Yes. We're out of order, but that's fine. Uh, how many Pokemon are within 20 feet of Patricia? Just the two? Marowak's not in range? Yeah, Marowak isn't in range, but Ponyta and Charmeleon definitely are. I'm going to hit this disarming voice. Okay. Um, you do not need to roll to hit, but it, it is, is resisted, so you will... What's yeah. the, you roll a d6? It's 2d4. So roll 1d4. Roll 1d4, all right. That's a four. Wow, max damage though. Yeah. Um, it does not knock out Charmeleon, although it seems to have very short breath. And it deals a little bit to Marowak. Marowak doesn't seem to mind. No, not Marowak. Ponyta. 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 Yeah. Ponyta. Um, deals a little bit to Ponyta. Ponyta mm -hmm. would arguably still be in yellow HP if you could describe it as such. Um, speaking of Ponyta, Ponyta will witness its new opponent and deliberate which one it will attack decides to attack patricia it jumps up into the air and flings its back hooves around and fires off a double kick with 18 to hit yeah that hits see it and that is neutral so it is neutral damage um gets the minimum roll dealing awesome three points of fighting type damage to patricia how do you even do that there's two hooves right it's uh you don't want to know. <laughs> it's like a hoof and a hoof and a half. Yeah, basically. Um, cool. We're going to go back to top of initiative is technically Charmeleon, but that's kind of screwed up at this point. So I think we'll do Jessica, right? Is that what we did? That before? sounds right. Okay. Yeah. We'll do Jessica, then Charmeleon immediately. Yeah, we'll do that. Jessica, Charmeleon, Marowak, Patricia, Ponyta. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Don't want this Charmeleon to have another turn. Okay. I'm going to save PP on Revelation Dance, and I'm going to air cutter it. Ooh, okay. That's a save? Or does is that a, a, to hit? No, that's a two hit. Okay. Um, dirty 20... Yes. <laughs> it dirty 21, out. yeah. That'll do it. Or 2DA plus 12, because I'm still under Dragon Dance. Okay. This will for sure knock out. If you don't want to roll damage, you don't have to. Awesome. Okay. Well, I just rolled 7 for damage. Okay. And then plus 12 Thanks. is 19, which is crazy. Charmeleon falls to the ground. Um, the remnants of the last glass wall fall back into the sand. And uh, there are no walls on the field. It, there's just a Patricia, a Jessica, and a Ponyta. And a Marowak. It is now... You knocked out Charmeleon. So it's Marowak's turn. Is going to go for a move that it's been waiting to use for a long time. It witnesses its fallen ally and becomes very enraged. It 
charges directly towards Jessica with a normal type attack that is called Retaliate. Uh, does 17 hit? 17 does hit. Okay. Marowak hurls its bone behind its head and smacks it directly into Jessica, dealing 14 points of normal type damage in revenge for its fallen ally. So after Marowak was going back to Patricia, right? Yes. We are going to sing the horse again. Sing the no, horse. No, 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 no. I changed my mind. Okay. We're going to Bray Bird it. Bray Bird, let's go. Oh, oh, 19 to connect. That will do it. And then 3d8 plus 4, 3d8 plus 8. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled an 8, 8, and then 1. <laughs> Imagine if that was more 8s. Uh, uh, so 17 plus 8, five, 25. 25 cleanly knocks out Ponyta with 1 HP to spare. Nicely done. Ponyta falls to the ground, knocked out. It's now a 2v1. Patricia versus, or Patricia and Jessica versus Marowak. Um, Taylor is starting to look a little worried. She silently cheers for Marowak. And again, she still looks kind of cold. Um, is it Jessica's turn or Marowak's turn? I think, um, I think it's Marowak's turn. Yeah, Ponyta was the one that broke up the two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Marowak gets to go. Um, witnesses another ally fall. Gonna go for that retaliate, this time into Patricia. Gets a 16 to hit. 16 does hit. Okay. Rolling damage. Better roll this time. 16 points of normal type damage in revenge for its fallen ally, smacking its bone directly across Patricia's face. Patricia is in the yellow. Okay. It is now Patricia's turn. Yeah, I'm going to break bird. Please hit, please hit, please hit. Ooh, ooh, plus 18. That will connect. Marowak does have a higher armor class than its comrades, but that is enough. 24. 24 points of damage. Cleanly knocks out Marowak. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the battle is over. Let's go. Nicely done. Oh my god. Um, Taylor approaches Schmidt and quietly congratulates him and gifts him Ooh, you got a mineral on Derek and a max roll on Taylor. Taylor gives you 80 Poke Dollars. Ooh. Okay. She, she says, nicely done. Very impressed with that battle. Are you ready to face our gym leader? Oh, uh, she also heals your team. Sorry. I would say I get a full heal, right? Uh, she heals okay. your team, not PP. Taylor fully heals your team and then escorts you to the far end of this circular room and takes you up a winding series of stairs. The stairs end in a, another circular room, albeit smaller. It's about 30 feet across with the central flame spire blasting in the center of the room without any guardrails or protection. There you see the familiar, cool, and confident-looking trainer who was outside of the Pokemon Center yesterday. Upon closer investigation, he has little dark marks on his cheeks and arms and flaming red hair. He says, uh, yeah, that guy. He says, welcome, Challenger. My name is Connor. I'm the relatively new Lopperidge Town gym leader. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No particular gimmicks with me. We each have three Pokemon at our disposal. And before we decide how many we'd like to use, I'd like them to all meet each other. So, Schmidt, which three Pokemon do you send out? Uh... I guess we're going with the classic. Okay. The Quacko, Jessica, Patricia. Okay. Actually, before you commit, we should also be able to see what Connor's packing. Um, okay. Connor throws out three Pokemon all in Lava Ridge Balls. The first one that comes out is a, another spooky-looking Pokemon. It can only be described as a haunted chandelier. It floats above the ground, and it has little spires of blue flame on its lawn outstretched hands that form it to look like none other than a chandelier. Next to it, comes a beautiful luminous bug Pokemon. It looks like a giant moth. As it flaps its wings, uh, embers and scales shimmer in the room. It has a seemingly unique coloration. It has pale yellow wings, green eyes, and a purple abdomen. Last but not least is the Pokemon that you saw yesterday and you saw in Mauville City the week prior. It is none other than a Blaziken. It looks very hardy and healthy and ready to fight. So yes, which three do you elect to have? I'm keeping the three. Okay. Great. Can we just reiterate them one more time? What are they? Yeah, Quacko, Jessica, and Patricia. Okay, great. I'm going to call that combo the classic. The classic. Classic combo. Yeah. Connor says, great. So we'll just be having a single battle, but I will let you, Schmidt, decide how many Pokemon we're going to use. Okay. Um, I'm down to use all three. Okay. A 3v3 Let's it is. Let's have a little fun with this. Yeah. Yeah, might as well. 
Excellent. Connor says, let the battle begin. He ushers forward Chandelure as his first Pokemon. You can choose yours and then roll initiative. Uh, I got a 19 for initiative. Chandelure got a two. So Quacko nice. will go first. We're going to start this off with a nice knockoff. Ooh, very cool. Uh, it's a 15 hit. It barely hits. Ooh, let's go. Uh, is it holding an item? It is not. Chandler's just okay. vibing. The whole thing with the items outside at the battle, whatever, and no item on the gym leader. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. Okay. Uh, that's still 48 plus 3. That's still a lot. And it's super effective, yeah. Or but that is part of the super effective, probably. I'm yeah, guessing. yeah. Uh, 21. 21. Great way to start the battle. Significant damage into Chandler. Chandler retaliates by staring intently at Quacko and unleashing a spooky, eerie pulse that can be described as a confused ray. Quacko will need to make a wisdom save. No, just kidding. This is not a save. This is a roll to hit. Because it's a ray. Forgot. Mm. Um, that is a dirty 27. That <laughs> will connect. Quacko is now confused. All right. Unfortunate. So confusion, I just roll a flat d20. Yep. You want and double digits. Five. You get a five. Quacko hits itself a confusion for what I'm assuming is three points worth of damage. Maybe four? I don't know what proficiency modifier is. What is the proficiency is two? Was that supposed to be updated? It should definitely up? be at least three. Okay. I think once you hit level three, it should be at three. All of my proficiency modifiers are two. Uh oh. They should be three. Chandelure with a new free turn will channel psychic energy to use the attack that is described as psychic. Little psychic beams launch towards Quacko. Will they connect? Will they deal damage? The answer is, does a 16 hit? Yes. Okay. Dealing 13 points of psychic type damage directly to Quacko. No added effect here. What does Quacko do in response? If it can break out of confusion. If it can break out of confusion. Ooh, 17. 17. Uh, it is not. It gets to attack this turn and it is no longer confused. Yeah, we're just going for the knockoff. Okay, let's see it. I'd like to imagine like a like a like a dark energy is gathering around the the leak. Yeah, as the leak swings in the air, you know how you see like the um like the air streaks usually like in anime and stuff. They're just yeah. they're like colored black, like ooh, sinister. That's oh, that's eighteen. Yeah. Yep, that connects. Eighteen. Eighteen points of dark type damage into Chandelure. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Chandelure's HP is not necessarily full at all not even close um connor being a gym leader and a skill trainer recognizes that there's no point in going for ghost type moves instead he will instruct chandler to use flame burst requesting quacko make a dc 15 dexterity save uh my modifier is plus three i meet so ties favor the attacker yep incoming flame burst damage a total of 15 points of fire type damage into quacko Singes. It hurts. It's hot. But now Quacko can attack. Yeah, Quacko's in the yellow for sure. Okay. Seems pretty neck and neck. Uh, we're just going for the classic, our knockoff. Okay. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Swimming a nine doesn't connect. Nine does not hit. Chandelure is able to nimbly dodge out of the way of that attack. Saw it coming from a mile away. Chandler will take this opportunity to make the fight a little more one-sided in its favor yet again, trying to roll a Confuse Ray. Um, natural 20. Thankfully, that was not a damaging attack. This will simply confuse Quacko. Roll for confusion. I rolled a 19. Let's go. Confuse no more. What will Quacko do? We're thinking it's at like half. Mm -hmm. We're still going to knock off. Yeah. Uh, 17. Yeah. 11 plus 6. 17. Yep. 17 points. Of dark type damage. Chandler looking a little battered, about half HP. No, 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 no. That was to hit. Oh, just kidding. Yes, 17 hits. 23 damage. Even better. 23 points of dark type damage is quite a bit. Chandler's looking a little winded, a little tired. It seems to have understood that Confuse Ray was not successful there, so it will simply fire off that flame burst again. Another DC 15 save. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. That's a nat one. Nat one. Thankfully, a pretty low damage roll. Eh, it's kind of mid, actually. Um, 16 points of fire-type damage into Quacko. The battle, just neck and neck. Quacko gets to respond. Do we think it's in red? 
Uh, it is not quite at that point. Pretty close. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start going for aerial laces. Okay, those always hit. Let's see yep. that damage. It's just one d10 plus five. Nine. Nine. Nine points of flying type damage. Um, it seems like this might have brought Chandler just barely into the red HP bar. Going for that flame burst. Seems like Chandler has hope to pick up a KO here. Uh, requests another dexterity save as a burst of flame barrels towards Quacko. Uh, 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 that's a six. Six. Low roll from Chandler for damage. Very low. Nine points of fire type damage. That's still a faint. Quacko is knocked out. Um, I'm assuming that Schmitz scoops up Quacko. Yeah. Okay. Quacko is stable, not in danger. Does not need a Pokeball. But Quacko okay. is done with battling. Who will come Quacko, out? Quacko, you did your best, buddy. For Patricia. Patricia, sure. Yeah. Patricia hits the field. Welcome, Patricia. We'll have Patricia assume Quacko's uh, initiative. We can just... It's turn-based combat, so we'll just keep it up like that because there's only two participants. So, Patricia okay. may go. Uh, we're going to hit the disarming voice. All right. That is resisted, so it's just 1d4, and that's three. Three. Three points of damage does not knock out Chandler. Their All resistance right. definitely helping there. Um, Chandler sees a new opponent, sees another chance to land a Confuse Ray. And gets a... 16? Yeah. Okay. Patricia is now confused. Very annoying. Roll to break out. 16. Isn't that enough to break out? It is. Patricia is yes. confused no more. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going for the Brave Bird. We're okay. Not, we're not fucking around right now. Uh, this is a 17. That does connect. Let's go. 3D plus 4. 16. 16. Manages to land the knockout. Chandelure is no more. Nicely done. Even, evening the playing field. Perfectly. 2v2. The next Pokemon that Connor sends out is none other than the beautiful, illustrious Volcarona. Volcarona hits the field. It is Volcarona's turn to attack. It stares quizzically at Patricia and focuses. It seems like it may have forgotten something, but at the same time, its brain has become more resilient. It is now Patricia's turn. Okay. I get it. We're going to hit a dragon dance. Oh, okay. It's setting up on me. We're going to set up on it. It's setup time. Dragon Dance happens. Patricia gets that classic arcane draconic energy flowing around its body, feeling pumped up, powered up. Volcarona leaps into the air, flaps its mothy wings, and spins around in an elegant manner using a fiery dance, requesting a DC 15 dexterity save from Patricia. So that's 14. No. 14. 14 does not save, but it is good enough to prevent an added effect that you are not familiar with. The fiery uh, fiery tornado extends from Volcarona's wings and it's Patricia for 14 points of fire-type damage. Patricia's going to respond with a Brave Bird. Super effective one at that. Yep. If it lands, that's a nat one. Nat one will not land. The fiery tornado kind of messed up the air currents, unfortunately, around Patricia and cannot get in the right position for a brave bird and loses her turn. Volcarona continues the fiery dance, requesting yet another save from Patricia. <laughs> it's a 14 again. 14 again. Seems uh. to be exactly what Patricia wants to roll. Um, a low roll for damage, dealing 10 points of fire type damage from this fiery dance as another flaming tornado barrels towards Patricia. How's Patricia yeah. doing? Uh, Yellow. Yellow, okay. Gotta hit this brave bird. Gotta hit this brave. Come the fuck on. That's a two. A two. Patricia. Plus the hit is six, but I don't think it matters. It does not matter. Patricia's having a rough time. Didn't think it would be so disgruntled by this high level Volcarona. Volcarona's best move is to continue the fiery dance. So that's what it will do. It seems like it may not have energy to use many more of this attack. However, it still does for now. Why are my rolls so garbage right now? That's a five, so you probably get whatever added effect. It's true. It seems like the success of this attack inspires Volcarona, and perhaps the next one will be even more devastating. 
However, the damage yep. for this one is very low. Um, it's a mineral. Eight points of fire-type damage. Patricia, you gotta do something. I believe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 26 points, 8, 18. Okay. I had to think for a second. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm guessing an 8 doesn't hit. It doesn't. Patricia's feeling very disgruntled. This is not going particularly well. Patricia must once again save against perhaps the final fiery dance. Yes, this is the last one. Uh, no. Why are my rolls fucking garbage? Patricia! I'm gonna roll this die a million times. It was a nine. I don't know if you get your boost off that or not. It won't matter because it's the last PP. For this roll, dealing 13 points of fire type damage. Oh, we hang on. Patricia's still in it. Oh, we hang on. Motherfucker. Plant is the last one, please. 19 to hit. 19 to hit. Let's go. Actually, dirty 23, but I don't think it matters. Dirty 23 to hit. That's double the dice. That's 68 plus four. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. God. That's 68. I'm under Dragon Dance. That's 68 plus eight. eight. Yep, that's a massive hit. Enormous. Uh, that's 33. 33 points. Yep. A flying type damage. A massive hit into Volcarona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the recoil math right now. Yes. What is Patricia's remaining HP and how much recoil is that? Uh, it's all of Patricia's HP. Okay. Patricia flies into the sky, determined to make this blow connect. And you and Connor hear an epic screech of a bird of prey flying into Volcarona, dealing a devastating blow. As Patricia connects and feels that as, a, as it is about to be knocked out by its own recoil damage, there's a brilliant flash of light. <gasps> Patricia begins to glow and fully forms into a full-fledged Altaria, not taking recoil damage this turn and regaining half of its total HP pool. Let's fucking go! Now that you have this new page, take a moment to look it over and plan your next move while Volcarona has forgotten one of its moves because it used Amnesia earlier, and its best move to use against this Pokemon right now is Absorb. Absorb coming into Patricia the Altaria. Uh, Dirty 21, that will connect, but it will do measly damage, dealing uh, two points of Grass-type damage and recovering one. Let's fucking go! Do something! Finish it off! Uh, we're finishing off with the, the, the Brave Bird. Okay. Oh, it's plus seven to hit now. New damage calculation. It's not plus seven. You dragon dance. It's plus fourteen, or plus seven to hit. Plus fourteen yeah, damage. Plus seven to hit. That's what I'm concerned with. Yeah. Uh, but I rolled a seventeen, so that connects. Yeah. That is a three d eight plus fourteen of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sixty eight because it's super effective. Yes. <laughs> Thirty nine. Volcarona is out. Knocked <laughs> cold by the new dragon flying type on Schmidt's team. Connor is very impressed. He says, "My goodness." I didn't expect this. It's your Should turn. I don't take recoil. <laughs> True. Bird of prey. Yeah. Um, he says, Turbo, it's up to you. And Turbo? A, an impressive flaming chicken with martial arts skills hits the field. Uh, leaps into the air, charges forward with a blaze kick, which is now resisted by this bird. Armor class. What's your new armor class? Uh, New armor class is... Oh, it says... Oh, wait. That's not the new page, that's the old page. New armor class is 17. Blaziken gets a 16. Does oh, not barely. hit with a blaze kick. Patricia, what are you going to do to this chicken? Uh, we're going to murder. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with a disarming voice. Okay. Free damage. Just raw 2d4 because it's neutral in the Blaziken. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. Six? Hey, it's something. A little yep. bit of damage. Blaziken's looking discouraged like it doesn't have great moves to hit this uh this dragon with uh blaziken will charge its face forward directly into ataria make a jump into the air and hit it with a peck uh, f- uh 13 13 does not connect nope hey what does patricia do oh my god i'm so excited are we still under the effects of dragon dance yeah that, that carried over what are you talking about of course yeah. it did oh yeah we just did that for the damage calcs yeah um we're gonna roll the spray bird again Great bird, baby. I crit. <laughs> you crit. Let's go. <laughs> Get the damage. Oh, okay, oh, so yeah. it's super effective. So it's 3d8 plus 7. 3d8 plus 14, right? 
3d8 plus 14 yeah so you automatically get 68 worth of damage so how much is that 42 6 times 8 is 48 okay so you automatically get 48 points of damage and now you roll your super effective attack so now I'm rolling another 68 or I'm yeah and now you're rolling 68 plus 14 on top of base 48 points of damage it's fucked up (laughs) Jesus super effective critical hits are nasty plus 14 so that's 40 so that's 88 points of damage into this Blaziken for the first time in Connor's career his Blaziken is one hit KO'd incredible (laughs) Um, (laughs) Connor is amazed at Patricia and Schmidt and the party in general and was a little disappointed he wasn't able to see Jessica in action. He says, Schmidt, well done. Incredible battle. He reaches into his pocket and gives you 150 Poke Dollars. Oh, shoot. I yep. didn't mark that, though. He also, he also gives you the Lopperidge Heat Badge. He says, Schmidt, may I see your trainer card for a second? Yeah. And I hand it to him. He passes it through like a little pocket scanning device. And hands it back to you. And he says, I know you've got your far-fetched outside of a Pokeball, but you can now carry four full Pokeballs on your person at all times. Let's go. He says, very nicely done. That was a very exciting battle. The quickest one I've had today. He gestures you over to a part of the wall that lifts up like a little secret cabinet. And there, there's a slide. He says, if you take the slide all the way down, you'll end up at the front door. Like a, like a, like a... Like a slide? Like a slide, yeah. Like, like, yeah, a, like, like, a, like a playground, like... Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you take it? Uh, there's no, like, roof on the slide or anything? Uh, there's, like, rails on the side, so you won't, like, fall off. But it, like, goes, like, around the building. Like, on the inside, but just, like... Okay. Yeah. He uh, says, if you don't... Uh, if you'd like, you can just walk back also. But this is... Uh, since uh, Patricia can carry two times its weight, I'm going to ride Patricia down the slide. <laughs> Epic. Schmidt hops on the back of Patricia and sits on the slide, and Patricia slides it down, all big and fluffy. Delightful. Um, You find yourself back at the big red doors where you started this gym challenge, and you see the guy who led you in at the beginning. He says, welcome back. Here are your shoes, and he hands you your shoes back. Thank you. The challenge being complete. Does Schmidt have any plans for the rest of his day until the rest of the party is done with their challenges? This is still like the day after we just met with Spaghetti Law Guy, right? Yes, it is. Maybe I'll give him a call, see what's up. Okay. If there have been any any updates or any changes. Sure. Um, You pick up the PokeNav that he gave you, and there's one number. It says um, Clementine Sawyer. Do you call it? Yeah. Okay. It rings for a second, and it rings for a second. And he says... Ah, Schmidt, my boy, how are you today? Doing great, man. Uh, yeah, just got the Lava Ridge gym uh, beaten. Uh, how are things going with you he on says, your end? He says, oh, congratulations. That sounds wonderful. Well, I've been in touch with the authorities at Goldenrod. It's a little difficult with the time zones and everything. But good news. Uh, I believe in this current state of our negotiations, you can return Quacko to the Marvel City Police Department. And they'll take care of the transit for you. So you don't have to worry about going all the way back to Johto. How does that sound? No. Uh, Clementine Sawyer's a little shocked. He's like, oh, I, I thought that was a good deal. What, what do you mean? This is my bird. I have taken care of him. He is, he is mine. This is my best friend now. He says, oh. Well, I, I, you know, I, I didn't realize that's what we were at with this trial okay so mm, okay it's gonna take me a little bit longer to negotiate this uh you so on for the record you are unwilling to part with the duck correct i would like custody of this duck yes he says hmm okay listen here son i'm I'm gonna do my best but you'll hear back from me a little bit longer okay i gotta get, get back in touch with goldenrod all right thank you sir he says of course i'll be here and he hangs up all right well glad we got that straightened out yeah. Before any surprises happened. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yep. Um, anything else for Schmidt? Anything he wants to do? Uh, no, he's probably just going to, I don't know, ride Altaria around for a while. <laughs> where Where do you want to go? Uh, just probably just around the town, not like too far. Okay, just just go for a fly? Yeah. Okay. Um, is this Schmidt's first time flying around? 
Uh, probably, yeah. How, how does how does Schmidt feel about it? Uh, Schmidt's probably just glowing from the fact that it's Patricia. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but like, if, if there was any kind of fear of fights or whatever, he's just not caring right now. Schmidt, after a successful gym challenge, rather than returning to the Pokemon Center hostel at like 10 a.m., decides to go for a fly, a fly around. And perhaps maybe when everyone else is done with their challenges, he can fly down to greet them. Thank you so much for listening to Schmidt's Gym Challenge. If you've been enjoying the recent content, please be sure to leave a like or a follow or subscribe, depending on how you're listening. If you'd like to get involved or access more bonus content, check out our links at linktree slash dunsparse. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash dunsparse. There you can find our Twitter, our Discord server, and if you'd like to go the extra mile, we have a Patreon as well, where you can access hours of bonus content, including post-show discussions for every group episode. Thank you again for listening, and we'll have the final gym challenge on Tuesday. I dead ass thought I was going to lose that. GG. <laughs> Multiple points. I thought I was going to lose on the Turtonator, dude. Yeah, tur- I I was surprised that you had a hard time with it. Um, I thought that uh, Jessica would kind of carry that. I think Jessica kept missing, didn't she? Yeah, she did. One.